Hello and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we are analyzing aliens in short controlled bursts. I'm John Ingle. And I'm Joe Dater. And uh, we are here to talk about Minute 22, which begins with Hudson continuing to ask Bishop to do the thing with the knife. And it ends with Hicks pointing out that Gorman is too good to eat with the grunts. And uh, joining uh, John and I uh, for the second day in a row is Susan Kruglinski. Hello. Howdy. Welcome back. Thank you. Yes. You're up from your uh, cryo sleep? Yes. I'm groggy. I'm throwing up, but I'm okay. Well, that's because you were out there for so very long. Did they did they tell you? Did they tell you how long you were? How, uh, you were how long was I out there? You were asleep for three hours. <laughs> Is my cat alive? No. <laughs> God, that's that's bleak. Three yeah. hours. What happened? <laughs> you, you, what happened to the cat? Um, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say. Um, you know, those pots are not actually meant for humans and other species. Stuff, hap- we stuff, just hap- stuff can happen with a cat in three... You leave me alone with a cat for three hours, stuff can happen. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, God, so this is a sad episode. So <laughs> it is. It's already taken a death. turn for the dark. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm very sorry about your cat, Susan. Yeah, well... We'll get you another one. All right. So this starts with all right. With someone saying all right. All right. Hudson says, all right. I think it was Hudson, and Bishop is balancing the and flipping a knife. Yeah, well, they're trying to they're trying to um, convince Bishop. I guess is, is at what point does Bishop relent and say, "Okay, why not? Why would why would Bishop do that?" And we're really just meeting Bishop, right? Isn't this pretty much? Was he in, was he at all in the earlier minutes? You see him for a second, just getting out of the cryopod. I mean, this is definitely the introduction to him, though. Yeah. Where he's where he's named, and he's actually a character. And considering what we're going to get at the end of the next minute, I actually never thought about it until just now. Like, would he be capable of even doing this knife trick as far as his programming is concerned? I mean, wouldn't it be risking the uh, harming a human being to even do it? Or is that what makes him perfect at doing it? Yeah, I think that's what makes him uh, perfect at doing it is because he is—he can't hurt a human being. And yet, and yet, what but for some in the reason, but for some reason, he could—he uh, can make it look like he's going to hurt a human being. So, right, you know those, those guys who walk up to you and like pretend to punch you, and they don't quite connect, and they think that's funny. Anyone ever do that to you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I used to hate that. She do that to me all the time. I, I grew up in New York in the seventies. It was a it was a cruel time. Uh, there were people around who would do that, but it's, it's kind of like that thing, you know. He can he he just can't connect, and so it becomes amusing to these guys. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Like, at what point did the knife trick enter Bishop's programming? Well, they actually they they reference it in Alien versus Predator really briefly. Do they? Yes. I didn't. I didn't. I've they never do. Seen that one. They do. So in Alien you, versus you watched Alien versus. Predator? I watched the beginning of it in research oh, for this show, a bootleg pirated version on YouTube with all the edges <gasps> no. cut off and slightly sped up. So it was fun. So anyway, Bishop is um, based on a real human. Um, from the past, who was uh, a Whalen? He was part of the family. Um, his name was something Bishop Whalen. I'm forgetting now. Uh, and so this robot is based on that actual human being. And so they show him just for a second, like with a pen, just kind of popping the pen between his fingers as a reference to this movie. Anyway, there you go. Uh, so that basically, then that 
negates any discussion of it in this <laughs> right <minute. laughs> completely yeah because they've totally explained oh it was a thing that the human guy did which right. is just ridiculous it's a nod it's a nod to the human it's a, yeah. a wink wink to the human who's now been dead for you know Oh, yeah. Well, when I say I would like an explanation for why that's there in the movie, what I really mean is I would not like that explanation. I actually <laughs> like that it's not explained. Well, especially when once you consider that these roboticists would have to have knowledge of this guy having this habit of doing yeah, this yeah. and then program that into him for some reason. See, I mean, I'm halfway through sentences and I'm getting tired. Right. Uh, that's, just, why, that's why none okay. of us ever watched Alien vs. Predator before. Here's my theory. I think my I saw theory. it. I don't remember anything about it. I just... The only time I remember a Bishop character showing up is at the end of Alien 3. That's it. Yeah. I guess I, I don't remember yeah, him yeah. from anything else. Yeah, no, he's in it. He's totally in it. He's a, he's a big star in that movie. Um, I, so, I love I love Lance Hendrickson, by the way. Oh, I, yeah, he's great. Such a it also man. explains the line going down his face, because why would they make a, a, a synthetic with such a weird, you know, I mean, it, 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 it sort of slightly imperfect uh, wrinkle going down both sides of his face. So it's based on this real human. I'll tell um, you. I'll tell you why. Why? Because the way to make a perfect artificial human is to make it imperfect. Right. Well, that's true. Right. Otherwise, you're you're in the uncanny valley. Yep, gotta gotta avoid that valley. And that Always. that is my explanation for the knife trick. I believe the here's here's my in canon in universe explanation for the knife trick is that yes, Bishop's programming forbids him from uh, making contact with a human being's flesh with that knife, so he can he can do that knife trick, and you know you're not going to get hurt. But also the fact that he does the knife trick in the first place is also part of his programming because he's programmed to bond with humans. He's programmed right. to learn socialization with humans, and if he's hanging out with these colonial marines, he's learned to do some rough-and-tumble kind of horsing around with them. And funnily enough, in the last minute, he said, no, 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 like, I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, oh, okay, sure, fine, you know, which is a strange... Right. That's all part of his bonding thing to be programmed to That's do. That's part of his socialization programming. It's all in there for him to horse around and joke and shoot the shit with people. Well, you know, everybody enjoys uh, going, come on, come on, man, yeah, you know, in large groups. So he's just accommodating people that want to do that as well. You know, right. if he oh, just no, came in no, every time. Come it would, on, guys. Hey. Come on, man. Let's, yeah. yeah, come on. You know, people love to, love to do that. They're always yeah. doing that. I'll bet there's stuff in his programming about slapping someone with a towel. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And uh, deflaying compliments and, Yeah. Yeah, right. It's all it's all in there. So that if you need to explain why he would even do the thing with the knife in the first place, there it is right there. So Hudson's like, hey, what are you doing, man? Hey, what are you doing? Come on. Quit messing around. Drake. <laughs> Bishop. Hey, man. Hey, not me. I just I needed to do that. I, I like doing Bill Paxton. Well, well, I don't know if you guys know this, and I don't actually know if 100% of this is true, but apparently... Uh, they they planned this on Paxton. They didn't. He didn't know that this was where the scene was going. Really? Uh, so they say, yeah, that it was initially supposed to just be Bishop doing it to his own hand, but they all James Cameron and the actors involved all conspired to actually do this to Bill Paxton. So now I'm not sure how much I believe of the the performance on the on the screen is all improvised. I think yeah. those close ups sure are probably. Isn't. After the fact, I think that probably maybe if this was if this is not an apocryphal story, that it was the master shot when that happened, and then they got all the reactions and the mm. close-ups. But it's interesting to 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 think that that might be true. Maybe you could have gotten some authentic 
And, and again, you're getting the bonding. We talked about the boot camp and everything. Maybe that this is that they were just in marine mode and busting each other's balls, you know. So it could be on the commentary track uh, on the DVD. Lance Henriksen says that he didn't say it's, it's improvised, but he does say he suggested having. Uh, Paxton's hand on top of his to just make the scene more fun and more interesting. And then he said that they had to reshoot it because the first time they did it, it looked fake. So they reshot it a second time. And the second time, he actually cut Bill Paxton's pinky. Oh, wow. (laughs) For real, yeah. Also, we're establishing here that that Hudson is a little bit of a chicken, which is a theme, you know, for the movie. So we're establishing his personality a little bit. Um, Although it seems to me... How badly could your finger be nicked if it's under completely underneath another person's hand? I mean, it, it's almost a little bit silly. really badly. He he. Oh, he, really badly? You think so? Yeah, yeah I think so. No, I'm, I'm imagine it coming it. full force right down on top of both fingers of I an android. But he's a synthetic. But he's a synthetic. You know. Uh, um, excuse all me, right, artificial right. person. Yes. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. We'll try not. To, I'm trying not to be triggered now. Okay. Well, I, I mean, there's only, there's only one way to solve this. Um, here, put your hand right here. <laughs> okay. Also, let me point out that your, hold on, hold your on. hand spread now, out looks now. like an alien. It looks like a face, a face hugger. Okay. Now, what am I holding? What am I holding in my hand right now? This is. I just want you to verify for the listeners. This is a yellow fluorescent highlighting pen. No. I, I it's mean a, razor, a, a, it's razor a razor sharp, sharp razor sharp knife. Knife. Razor sharp okay. Knife. Here we go. <laughs> God damn it! That is, there. Wow. There, there you go. I'm bloody, but it was still impressive. <laughs> no, it's worth it. It was worth it. That's funny. I was just going to ask you guys. Joe, I know you're a little older than I am. Susan, I, you said you saw this movie in the theater. I'm assuming. I was you were in too- college when this was out. So I'm assuming you were too mature to have actually tried this before with something. Right, right. <laughs> oh, God, no. Why would I, I do not. That? I certainly have done this with a pencil or two, like in high school. And, <laughs> um, and what was the result? I think it turned out okay. I, I only remember maybe poking myself in the finger one time, but it's something, you know, dumbass kids might try oh, this. Surely, a movie, you know? surely across the nation, kids with compasses, uh, if nothing oh, else, God. compasses. We used to have them when we were in elementary school. Oh, yeah, those, that oh, those, had to have happened. There had to have been a million. Those, when we were kids, they would, give, they would give 10-year-old kids an, instruments of absolute death. They would give us these. <laughs> These compasses that were these like ice picks that you yeah. now you'd only see them in in the mafia is these incredibly sharp things and uh, they would be confiscated immediately in any oh, school not nowadays. nowadays. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying go. I'm saying nowadays today they would be confiscated immediately. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we oh, yeah, all sure. we all had them. They were they we were, were required yeah. to have. Them. They were like these incredibly sharp puncture devices which also were made of metal that would get rusty really easily. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and they were sold in every, in every back-to-school uh, supply store, uh, and every kid had one. So. But I don't remember ever doing the, uh, the, the, the knife trick with, uh, with one because I was too scared to do that. I have you know? no doubt it happened many, many times. But a lot of the stuff, yeah. I mean, these are like, you know, these are Marines. They do, they do this rough-and-tumble kind of horsing around. And I, you know, have grown up as a as a huge cream puff my entire life, so I've never done any kind of male bonding horsing around. And it's the it, the weird impression I get from this movie is that oh, I wouldn't want to hang out with any of these guys. I would like, you know, like Vasquez and Drake slapping each other affectionately. 
I would hate that. Don't slap me affectionately. You want to be affectionate. There are many, many more nice, gentle ways to do it. Do not slap me, please. I will get, I will get very upset. Uh, and yet, I feel for them. I sympathize with them. I have empathy for them in this film. And that's the magic of movies. It can, it can take you into a world of someone you would never get to know in real life and let you see things from their point of view. I care about Drake and Vasquez, but if I ran into them on the bus, I would think, get those people away from me. I, I really think Ripley feels the exact same way, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you could see, you, you guys mentioned it in the last minute uh, in how she responded to the to the story about virginity. And here in the background, in this in this wider shot all the way back, you can see her face that she can't believe that she's gotten mixed up with these dipshits right now. Like, this is not... Everybody's yeah. cackling and laughing, and she's like, oh, my God, what am I dealing with here? Uh, it's kind of amazing. I'm sure she's wishing she could have Brett back, you know, from from Alien. Like, the, right. the, the level of maturity here is so low and competency. <laughs> there's no reason for her to assume she's in good hands here. So I think we're getting that a little bit. It's subtle. It's in the background. But I, I get that more from this moment than the last one, but... Yeah, I think that's what we that's what Ripley's function in this scene so far has been. And again, in this movie, this is our alien reveal. Um, every great alien movie has an has a, I mean, a synthetic reveal. Every great alien movie that means pointing out that Alien Three was just god awful because it had no synthetic. God this awful. Is, this is our synthetic. This is our synthetic reveal. It's either going to be the ash version of it um and the resurrection version of it or it's going to be this kind of thing which um is a, is a more direct upfront. that's a hot take on alien 3 god awful <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're standing by that i'm standing by that yes right. i am all right uh I, I did like resurrection but anyway this is um also a hot take that's, that, that's, that's maybe more take. controversial <laughs> than Liking resurrection that's the hot take also, the uh, sped up, the sped up um, knife. You can see the the characters. They, you know, this is this was a rushed movie. There, there's a lot of little mistakes in this movie, and this was a very put, you know, kind of, you know, incredibly well put together rushed movie. But uh, you can see the people speed up in the background as they're. As they're doing. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. yeah, definitely. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, this they used a, um, uh, a camera that would had a variable speed shutter on it, so you could actually change the shutter speed. Uh, from 24 frames per second to something else without having to cut. And apparently, according to the commentary, uh, Cameron says that was this was the first use of that uh, kind of a camera in a film, which yeah. now gets used all the time. Zack Snyder can't get through a scene without somebody switching to slow motion halfway through it. Yeah, we talked about that when uh, with the nightmare sequence, the nightmare scene in the early part of the film where it, it switches mid-shot into Ooh, slow-mo. I didn't, when see, she I didn't even notice to, that. Yeah, so this is though when, when you go the other way when you speed up film, I I don't man, I just don't know why anybody would ever want to do this in their movie. To me it completely yeah. throws me. It's it's You mean that like the like the so insert goofy. shot of the knife moving way yeah. too quickly over the hand. I mean, there's got to have it been a, fake. a slightly slower speed that still would have sold this to me and made me feel like it was somewhat realistic. Yeah, this this speed is too comedic, and we're already getting enough. Yeah, and this is the like this is the reshoot business. because it looked too fake the first time. I would love to see what it looked like the first time. Yeah, I, I don't know this the speed the sped up thing does not work for me at all. I just I don't know there there had to have been a better speed. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think speeding it up isn't the problem. It's just that they went way over the top with it. I think it's goofy, but I think what sells it is the cutaway to Paxton's face and his reaction. Uh, 
that sells it. I hate that. I really do. I don't agree at all. I, I, me again, it's this absolute over the top acting. The dubbing is terrible. And, and that started in the last minute, uh, which I didn't mention. But I mean, I don't know why the dubbing seems so obvious to me. Um, I can't put my finger on what it is, but the dubbing is terrible. What, you mean like, like, like the, um, like ADR work? The, 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 you know, Paxton's actual, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't quite match. I don't know. There's, it's, it's almost like when you have a green screen and you can tell that it was a green screen scene. It, there's just something about it. It's a slight disconnect in the voice and the, and the, um, I don't know what it is, but am I, right? Does anybody else get that, that feeling of, of, hmm. of, uh, overdubs? Why, did, why didn't, I didn't sense that, but yeah. But in any case, sure the, act, right. the acting's very over the, you know, way, way, way. It, cartoony again, like you said to me, it doesn't. It just turns me off. But you know. But I think it works. It's a com- It's a kind of. It's a comedy relief scene, which then, as soon as it, almost as soon as it's over, and we'll see in the next minute, it turns, it turns pretty heavy duty, pretty quickly, when and it and it's and it doesn't just randomly do that. It's the. It's a direct result of what Bishop is doing with the knife that leads to this very uncomfortable moment in the next minute. And so I think that works. For, it's, it's, a, it's, it's well written in that sense. He does the knife trick. The knife leads to something happening. Yeah. You know. No, it's the uh, acting yeah. that I don't like. Yeah. And, John, it, am I mistaken? Is this is, uh, we don't know yet that, I'm sorry, that uh, Bishop is a robot. Right, we don't know that yet. We don't find out until the moment Ripley finds out, do we? Yeah, exactly. yeah. But don't you? Didn't you yeah. infer it? Didn't you guess that when you saw him do that? I mean, that's it was it is superhuman. Well, I guessed it when I saw Lance Henriksen because I believe he is in fact a robot in real life. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I I don't remember when I saw the movie at first. Did I know during the knife trick that he was a robot? It seems I'm to sure me... I didn't. But they don't. They don't really give it away there's well you had an ash reveal in the last film so it, it seems to me i think i got that like i think i got that right away if if my memory serves me um oh that... you did did you <laughs> if your memory serves <laughs> you but it, it i mean you know it was superhuman i mean what, what other explanation unless he was some other kind well, of alien unless he was yet. some you other kind of but alien you, but you don't know yet but that's why they sped it up that much no you're was... i think you're retroactively making yourself seem smarter than you <laughs> I think well, if you think that, if if we could erase your memory of seeing this film and now sit you down like a clockwork orange and show it show it to you for the first time, you again, would it was superhuman. You would human. think there was something weird about super Bishop, human. but you wouldn't know what. Well, this is what I think. I think the frenetic nature of this whole business, like it going so fast, Bishop or Hudson yelling, all that stuff. You don't have time to think. I don't think you're yeah. thinking about anything right here. I think yeah. that's kind of the point. They're going, getting through it fast. It's crazy. This isn't something where you stop and ponder it. Yeah, it's a one-two punch of something's weird about Bishop because he can do this, and then in the next minute, oh, that's what is weird about Bishop. Now it all makes sense, and that leads into uh, what is an important part of the plot: is Bishop being a, a synthetic, an artificial person? Sorry. Man, you guys keep using that word synthetic. It makes me very uncomfortable. I uh, I apologize for that. I will not, I'll okay. try not to use the S word again. Can we Stop mention, that. let's mention in um, this in the last minute, um, the little toy things on the tables, which is a something that comes up in every Alien film. The, you know, the nodding bird 
the toy, you know, from the original. Yeah, there's a drinky bird. Drinky bird. And so in this one, they have on the tables, as a reference to that, these little spinny things, which yeah. there's continuity problems with. But in any case, they're spinning somehow, you know, it's it's so stupid. I mean, they're just like these little decorations all over the table as they're eating and just to to nod to the audience. The uh, the, the spinny thing continuity manager epically failed on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that was and that was his only job. Right. You had one job. I think by Alien Covenant, it's evolved to Hula Girls, right? I think there were yes. some Hula Girls on the table in Alien Covenant, <laughs> which is just they're, now they're just getting ridiculous. Well, you had me at Hula Girls. Now I've got to go see that film. I just want to mention that um, apparently uh, Lance Henriksen, uh, on his way to London, knowing he was going to shoot this scene, brought a suitcase full of his own knives. <laughs> I just. It's something Ooh. they mentioned in the want, commentary, and I gonna, thought it was if, an important detail to tell, give you some insight into the character of Mr. Lance Henriksen. <laughs> That's prep. The kind of guy that brings his own knives. Yeah, and That's and not knife either. Knives. By the way, this, well, this, yeah, you got to try out a few knives. Come That's on. true. And this is the this is the game is also called the Five Finger Fillet. It's been around since forever. People in Siberia locked in the gulags were playing this game. And I thought it was in a lot more movies than this, but it actually hasn't. It, it, I, I was thinking it was such a movie trope, but I don't know. According to the internet, it's only been in a few movies. Um, what are they? Do you know? They are Roman Polanski's Knife in the Water from 1962, oh, which I've never right. seen. And then is, it just, the, is it the titular knife that they use to do this five <laughs> finger slice? I don't know that whatever. movie. I don't know that movie. I got to see it, actually. It would be weird if there was a knife in the water. And they couldn't do the hand trick because yeah. the knife was in the water. Yeah. And then, and then Ted... The comedy and from 2012, yeah. and he actually stabbed someone, and then the hangover. So it's really, it, you know, I, I was th- picturing it in the Deer Hunter. You know, that didn't happen. It's, funny, it's in frat boy comedies mostly, and uh, this is kind of a mini frat boy comedy right, going true. on inside this movie right and, here. And now people actually call this game the Bishop sometimes because it's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, this movie has entered the cultural lexicon. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, it brings up that a lot of parts of this movie have entered the cultural lexicon. Um, I think a lot of people have said "Game Over, Man," who have never seen this film. Oh yeah, it's Tons. become yeah, yeah. That's that's people have no idea why they're saying it when they're saying it anymore. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't even come at the end of a video game anymore. So yeah, uh, and I think, as far as I know, so I don't know. People can, don't know what they're talking. That's about. how cliche it is. You can add another iconic line: "Is uh, they mostly come out at night, mostly." Thank you. And why don't you put her in charge? <laughs> Those are all ones that I think have have wormed their way into the language, um, and and uh, independently of the film, even. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's an iconic film, and the, the like you said, it's a lot of things from it have entered the lexicon, and people, you know, just like so many other things, the etymology of it is lost on a lot of people. They just say it, and they don't know why. Well, if I but ever do the knife trick on certain... someone, I'm I'm calling it the bishop. The bishop. The bishop. All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Other than this little line with uh, with Hicks speaking down about Gorman, I think we could move on to that talk for the next episode. So I think so. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's going to do it for minute number twenty two. Susan, you want to remind everyone where they can find you online? Um, I'm on Twitter as Susan S U Z A N Tekla T E K L A Kruklinska something that you can just guess at. Uh, and Susan Kruklinski, I have a website, and yeah, I'm around. And if you Google Joe Dater, you'll find me. There's there's another one, but you don't want to find him. I did find him that one time, I remember. 
yeah. when I was trying to talk to you. There's it another didn't season. Go, it didn't go anywhere. There's another yeah. season Kruglinski too, so watch out for her. She's a cousin, and she's there is another. Oh, thank God. <laughs> There's a there's a couple of John Ingalls. There's a, a saxophone player from San Francisco, and then there's of course the late great uh, character actor John Ingalls from General Hospital. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where he was from. But wait, so uh, you, you can Google me, and you'll never find me. It'll always be saxophone players and character actors instead, as it should be. Yes, you can find Alien Minute at alienminute.com or on Instagram at Alien Minute Podcast. You can also go over to Twitter at Alien Minute Pod. Um, we also, you know, we're on iTunes. If you'd like, come over and give us a uh, five-star review if you if you feel that strongly about the show. Those really help us get some exposure. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. So we'll see you tomorrow for minute number 23.